Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there. Good morning and welcome back to Coffee in the Corral. I'm Abigail Hobbs and I am having coffee in the corral, but it is a very windy day today. So I was trying to figure out how could I still have my coffee in the corral and record this podcast without too much wind. So I jumped in our farm truck. Oh my gosh. Can you, can you hear that noise? That's my horse. I jumped in my farm truck and had the horse trailer hooked up to it. And I pulled the truck and trailer into the corral. So now I'm sitting inside the horse trailer inside the corral. And my youngest horse, Zell, is currently standing outside trying to figure out how to get in. Um, so she's like biting on the gate and <laughs> I, I had the, I had the, uh, the door open on the back of the trailer. Um, cause I thought, well, you know, the horses can just see me sitting in here and still kind of visit with me. But my youngest Zell kept getting in the trailer with me, which is super loud and noisy. And so I had to shut the, shut the back door. And now she's literally walking around the truck and trailer, like trying to figure out how to get in. So if you hear random noises, it's Zell. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Anyways, um, hey everybody. Um, guess what today is? Yes, first day of school. Back at school. Uh, I'm just gonna give you a quick follow-up on the whole school thing. Um, hello, Zell. She's peeking in. Uh, I talked with my husband and I talked with my kids and I talked with my partner and after a lot of conversation and like trying to write out a schedule and then like nix that, change that, no, not doing that, um, really kind of came to the conclusion that I'm not going to school my kids this year. Apparently they're going to school themselves. <laughs> I am definitely skeptical about it, um, but my husband was like, if you don't not do this, I'll never know how to pick up the slack. I'll never know how to help out, and um, I'll, you know, he's like, I'll never be able to fill in because you're going to like be doing all the things. So, and my awesome partner, she's decided to um, help out whenever she can. Um, she loves algebra and things like that. So yay, cause I do not. <laughs> um, so I feel strangely peaceful about it. And I say strangely peaceful because like theoretically, technically, I don't think it's going like, part of me is really like, this is not going to work. Like. I'm going to have to step in more and I'm just going to because I'm home right now anyways, trying to get my businesses off the ground. So like I'm here, I'm available. It's going to be too hard for me to not just do it. And the other part of me is like, but it feels really good to kind of free myself up a little bit to take this time um, to kind of step back out of that role as homeschool mom let my kids experiment, help each other, be creative, ask their father instead of their mother, you know, 
I don't know. It's, it's like time for a change. And when my, my husband told me about like, you know, I don't want you to do any schooling this year. I was like, that's not going to work. He got a huge smile. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? But then the other part of me is like, schooling is not just books. And I know that in my brain, but like when it comes to the, the everyday, like pounded out schooling, I always feel like I need to do the books and I need to finish them and I need to do this. And like all of these things that feel like pressure to me because it's what we're like, you know, quote unquote, supposed to do. But yet I know that my best learning is very, is very hands-on, you know, um, my schooling, I was homeschooled growing up and, um, it was at best, it was lacking in a lot, pretty much from ages 14 to 18. I was not schooled at all. And then when I was 18, my mom gave me a GED book and said, study this and take your GED. So I did. And I passed and went on with life. Like, but you know, my husband and I both are own our own businesses. And so it's not like we didn't learn anything and we're just incapable now. So I'm trying to remember that for my kids. Like they've had so much more schooling already in their lives than I ever had in my whole 18 years. So I feel like they're way ahead of the game. And, and I, I know as moms, we put so much pressure on ourselves and we feel like, oh my gosh, we're not doing all the things. And like, does it matter what we do? We still feel like we're not doing enough. So this is the year for me to force myself to stop trying to do all the things and kind of allow my kids to experiment this year and allow my husband to step into some a role that he's really never stepped into um, and have some, bear some of that responsibility. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm weirdly excited and strangely peaceful. So we'll see people stay tuned. <laughs> we'll see at the end of the school year, how things went. Um, you know, I, I think that it's always important to be creative and allow ourselves to be free to change and make things work for us. So like what I'm doing maybe would work terrible for somebody else that was a different personality than me, but I don't know. I'm, I'm strangely optimistic about it and, and feel like this is gonna be actually be good for my kids. So we shall see. Okay, on to the next thing. Um, so I, this last week I bought well, my husband and my son went in together and bought me a bike for my birthday, a road bike. I had a road bike they got, my husband got me for Christmas, but um, he didn't realize it was way too small. It was actually the size for my 13-year-old daughter. But I loved it, and I used it anyways because it's what I had, and it was still a great bike. It just was way too small. So I've been biking on a way too small bike. So for my birthday, my husband and son got me this new road bike that, well, new to me, that actually fit me and I was super excited about it. I've been biking, doing a lot of miles every week. So I thought, you know what? I am going to invest. My son's been talking to me about clipless pedals. He's like, mom, you gotta get like road biking shoes and clipless pedals. It's so much better and all this stuff. And so I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Cause I'm really enjoying my road biking. So I went to a bike shop. My son and I had looked at a bunch of different stuff um, a couple weeks ago at different bike shops. 
So I kind of had an idea. So I went to a bike shop in town and talked to a lady there. And after a lot of conversation and trying to figure things out, I bought these biking shoes and clipless pedals. So first of all, I, I was very confused about why they're called clipless pedals because you clip in and you clip out. But apparently like the first clipless or the first pedals they made had toe clips on them. So it was actually like a cage that you slipped your foot into and then your toe clipped into place. And so they were called toe clips. Well, eventually they designed, um, which the thing about those is like you had straps over your foot that you had to unstrap to get your foot out. It's really dangerous, I would imagine. I haven't tried it yet, but I'd imagine, you know, trying to get off your bike and untie your shoe really quick so you can get your foot off. So anyways, they, they came up with this design where there's a mechanism on the bottom of, in the middle part of the bottom of your biking shoe. You have to buy a special biking shoe. And then these special, supposedly clipless pedals has this little locking thing that your shoe clips onto. So it clips underneath. So you're not like trapped in a cage, but you are locked into position on your bike, on the clip. So hence came the name clipless pedals because they got rid of the toe clip. And now it's just on the bottom of the shoe. Anyways, you, what you need to know about that is I thought, okay, like, I'm going to do this. And Jane, my son told me, like, you know, you, you're going to have to, like, learn how to clip in and clip out. And I was like, yeah, I got it. Like, no problem. So I was buying them, and the lady at the store, she's this older lady that she's been biking, like, her whole life. She's really awesome, and she's, you know, coming up on 70 years old, and she still mountain bikes and all this stuff. So she's, like, telling me she's been riding with clipless pedals for, like, 30 years, and... She said, you're going to need to take time, like turn the TV on or something. Just have your bike. That is my horse trying to get in. <laughs> just have your bike um, propped up against the couch. And you're just going to take a couple hours, practice clipping in and clipping out, clipping in and clipping out. And she's like, don't look down. Like, you just have to feel it. And I thought, I'm not going to need a couple hours. Like, I got this thing. Come on. But, you know, like, whatever. I'll, I'll do it. I'll practice. So I bought this stuff on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I took my bike in the living room. My son was there. The bike shop had already put my pedals on and the, the locks on the bottom of my shoes. So I get all like suited up and I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. So I start trying to clip in and I cannot figure the damn thing out. I am sitting there trying all these different positions so much that I'm like getting angry and I start yelling for my son to come help me so I'm like something's wrong with these so like he's like bending down underneath the pedals trying to figure out maybe it's not they're too tight maybe we have to loosen this like I don't know how your foot's supposed to lock out of this I'm like I don't know how either but I keep trying it's like maybe try to push harder and I'm trying all these positions down like slamming my slamming my shoe down on it really hard and I go from like excited to angry in about five seconds because I can't figure it out I'm like that, that I find myself, you know, I'm maybe 10, 15 minutes into trying this and I'm yelling, this is a bad design. Whoever designed this, this is piece of crap. This doesn't work. They need something a lot easier and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like spouting it off because I'm angry now. <sighs> I know. I have issues. Anyways, suddenly I hear this like click and my foot stuck. I'm like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. I did it. I started screaming and my son's like, oh, you did. And he came over. I'm like, yes, I did it. And 
And then I go to clip out. He's like, you got to twist your heel out to clip out. And I get right out. I'm like, oh, that was easy. I thought that, you know, I was all prepared for the getting out was going to be the hard part. So I'm like, I figured it out. You know, maybe 15, 20 minutes in, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to need a couple hours. Well, then I can't figure out how to get back in. And then I'm just like angrier, if that's possible, because I'm like, I know I got in. How do I get back in? Anyways, long story short, I was, it took me a lot of practice. I spent so much time and then like so that so much time that like I was like getting hot and sweaty and I'm inside air conditioning because I'm working so hard to figure out how to clip, get back to clipping in. Clipping in was so hard. When I finally started figuring it out enough that it didn't take me like 30 minutes every time to figure out how to clip back in. I was like, okay, now I'm going, and I, and I could instantly get back out. That wasn't hard. But now I'm just going to bike across the living room and then take my feet out. So I'm like, son, can you stand over there? I'm going to bike to you just in case, because I hear all these horror stories of people stuck on their bike and they fall over with their bike because they're trapped. So I go over to them and then I'm like, I go to pull most of my feet out and I didn't try it early enough. I was thinking I could bike to them and then stop and then pull my feet out. But turns out you can't really balance on a bike with your feet on the pedals for very long, like not even half a second. So as they start falling over, I'm like, help! And so my son grabs me, but I'm still, he is not in a good position. So he's like falling with me. And I'm slowly falling toward the ground and he's slowly trying to, you know, gain control. And so it's like my life is flashing before my eyes about 10 times over. It's this very slow motion fall. And I'm screaming and falling. And I'm like, how am I still falling? Can I just get to the ground already? But like an inch before I touched the ground, my son was like straddled over top of me and trying to yank me back up. So I never actually hit the ground. I just died 10 times in my head. (laughs) So emotionally like my heart was in my throat and I'm screaming but I never crashed and my son pulled me back up I was like that was the most painful slow motion not fall that I ever had so uh anyways we had a good laugh and the next time I thought okay I am unclipping before my before I even get there so my son was at the table and I start to ride over again try to unclip and I don't know what happened but I just fell I was trapped. My son wasn't there. And this time I only died in my head one time because I hit the ground a lot faster. So I guess that was a plus. I don't know. But it was more painful. So uh, thankfully I was still inside my house and not on like the concrete. Anyways, people, my, the reason I tell you this whole story is because I, the next day was my biking day. So I went to town. I went biking. I practiced several times all day up. I had to take breaks because it was so exhausting and come back to it and do it more. And then finally I went outside and I did it more out there and like trying to prepare myself for any situation, like unclip one foot, unclip the other, unclip them both. What if you're turning sharp? Could you unclip it really fast? Like I did, I didn't, cause I knew I was going to bike into town on Thursday and I didn't want to be at a um, traffic light and then fall over and like have a car run over me because they can't see me in front of them. Cause I ride through town a lot. So Thursday comes, I'm like, Okay, I'm, I'm clipping in a lot better. I can clip out really fast. The only thing is like, I know I need to remember that I'm stuck to the bike. I need to remember that. So that it will unclip at any stoplight, um, stop sign, anything. So the whole time riding into town, it's an hour bike ride. 
and I get into town and I'm, there's a ton of stoplights. And the whole time I'm like, clip in, clip out. I'm just saying this to myself, clip in, clip out. I make it to the coffee shop. I'm like, damn, I am good. I never once fell over. I'm like, wow, I'm just feeling great about myself. So I went in, I do some typing, jump back on my bike. I decide to bike into a different part of town to the bike shop because one of my gears was having trouble. I thought I'm going to go back to that bike shop and just have them look at it. So I bike about seven miles to the shop and I get there and I thought, okay, I need to just double check that gear and make sure it's working. So I'm circling in the parking lot right in front of the bike shop and I'm listening really hard to make sure like, okay, what gear is it? And is it still making that noise? I'm like, yes, it is. Okay. I need to go in there and get that checked. And so I thought I'll come over to the curb. I had my backpack on everything and I'll get off here and then I'll, you know, get, I don't know how much they're charging me. So I'll get my money out and then I'll take my bike in. So I go over to the curb and you guys, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I was clipped in because I was so focused on the gears getting fixed that I fell over right in front of the fucking bike shop. <laughs> and literally as I was falling, I like started laughing. Because I was, for one, I was super embarrassed. And for two, I'm like, of course, woman. Of course you pick right in front of the bike shop where I bought my pedals and my um, shoes to fall over. Like, let's come back this week and show them how not awesome you are. <laughs> so, anyways. I don't know what the moral of that story is besides don't get too big of a head too fast you know uh, anyways here's the deal i learned i was thinking about my my biking experience on thursday and i had several funny stories i fell over later on when i thought i was unclipped and i wasn't all the way unclipped and i fell in someone's yard and was like running halfway across the yard trying to catch get my feet under me so i wouldn't fall flat on my face and my bike was smashed out on the pavement out on the pavement and anyways like I was caught off guard by how hard it was. I honestly did not think learning to clip in and clip out and have these types of pedals and shoes was going to be that hard. I mean, I knew like I was going to have to practice, but I didn't realize the, all the work I was going to put into it. And I didn't realize how terrible of a learner I am. Apparently, if something's not easy and I can't catch it within the first 15 minutes, I get really angry and I start yelling cuss words and saying what a piece of shit this design is <laughs> and then I bike all day and I'm like wow this is really cool I can I can I have more power because I can use my entire leg because not only can you push down now you can lift you know to get more power and so I was experimenting with that all day and the next day I could literally hardly walk my leg muscles were so freaking sore I was like are you serious I couldn't walk for like four days without being in intense pain. So not only was it really difficult to learn, but my muscles were like, are you serious? And so I'm just now feeling better, like my muscles. But I'm realizing this is going to be a journey. It's going to take me a while. I still, by the end of the day, riding, I put in 39 miles and I still had trouble clipping in. And I was still having trouble remembering that I was trapped. And I had such sore muscles. So I'm like, this is going to take months. 
it's going to take a long time. This is not going to be easy. It's not just going to be like an easy add-on. And I thought, you know, I don't know why, but for some reason, I, I, I would like my life to be that way. Like this new homeschooling thing of like me trying to not homeschool the kids and I'm trying to start, you know, change my, my businesses and really, um, do some things I've never done before. And I'm trying to create a new program to empower people. And so I'm doing this blog and I'm doing a podcast and I'm trying to create an empowering program for women using my horses and all these things that I've never done that I like got ideas in my brain, but I like making it happen is going to be a lot of work. And I'm realizing that this is, it's not going to be this fall into place, you know, 15 minute online course. And now I can run my own business successfully. And I, I understand like probably most of you like, duh, everything takes a lot of hard work. But for me, I think it's just that realization that it's going to be worth it. It's going to take a lot of time and it's going to be super uncomfortable. And I'm probably going to be cursing and swearing and saying what a terrible idea this was to do homeschooling this way and that my businesses are not getting off the ground and whose idea was this? And like, there's going to be these, these times where it's going to be super hard and I'm going to have to push through though. Like that's not a sign that I'm doing the wrong thing. Like it just means that Learning something new is hard because I've never done it. And I'm going to have to put a lot of damn practice in and be willing to look stupid and fall over in front of the bike shop, you know? I don't know. Uh, I hope this is encouraging to somebody. You know, if you're trying new things or if you want to make some changes in your life and you're scared to because you're not sure how it's going to turn out, I, I got you. I hear you. I'm with you. It's hard. It's scary. It's frustrating. It's hard. But I really think it'll be worth it. As much as I was like frustrated with learning about clipping in and clipping out and and that my whole biking experience, it was at the the end of the day, I felt really empowered because I didn't quit. And I know that if I keep doing it, I'm going to get better. And it's going to get better. And I'm going to build these awesome new muscles. So that's, that's what I'm carrying into my life right now. That's kind of the story I'm going to carry into everything else I'm doing with the schooling and with trying new businesses and trying to change my mindsets and like, it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, but I really think it's going to be worth it. And I think it's going to be empowering. So if you're re-looking at your life, if you're trying to change something, learn something new, do something new, Um, even just think about things a new way. It's okay if it feels frustrating. It's okay if it feels hard. It's okay if you want to give up. It's okay if you need to take a break. Because I had to do that. My son was like, why don't you take a break, mom? Because he saw how angry I was getting with the trying to clip in. Why don't you take a break? And I'm like, no, I don't need a break right now. But then I realized later on, I took a break and I was like, oh, I came back to it and I clipped right in. It's like, well, I really actually needed that break. So give yourself permission to take some breaks, step away if you need to, and then, but come back to it because it's going to be worth it. These changes are worth it because 
our sanity is worth it. Living our best life. We got one shot. Let's, let's, let's go all the way. Let's, let's not settle for less than ultimate best, even though it's going to be fucking hard sometimes. I love you guys. I'm with you. We can do it. Don't quit. I'll see you next week. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe it more? If I busted at the lock, would you open the door? If I dare to speak my truth, would you still value me? If I reach my hand to you, would you reach it back to me? Darling, there's no reason why you should have to hide. Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there.